Hello, and welcome to Media Monday Show. As always, I'm not Gino. And I'm not John. And uh, this is episode 67. Uh, it's come out on, what is that, August 10th, 2020? Yeah, it's still 2020. It's, uh, it's March 400th, and I guess it couldn't yeah. be March 400th, because there's only 300... Oh no, it's March 400th. It's <laughs> definitely March 400th. But, the uh, space-time continuum. I mean, I, I am completely prepared for when New Year's Day rolls around, that it just all clocks reset to January 1st, 2020 again. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> I don't know. Um, let's see here. So episode 67. And uh, I should... I should have been more prepared for this, I guess. We should start preparing banter. Banter? Yeah, like stuff to talk about at the beginning of the the show. The, the entire show so is banter. Related. It's us just bantering about things that we're watching. Or that we'd like to banter? watch. Is that what you're saying? Like this is this is the banter podcast. The banter podcast. I it's Eric Banter, the 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 Hulk. No, it's Bruce the Banter. Talk. The Talk. T U L K. Yeah, yeah. I'm not laughing at that. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. I should. Uh, I'm going to check the email while we're on air here. Yeah, it's kind of a tradition. Usually I do it later in the... Oh, there is an email. Oh, we got an email? <gasps> Gasp! Uh, it's from Rick. Yay! And we'll, we'll just talk about this at the top of the show. Alright. Uh, he says he was super surprised to hear John was watching episodes of War Warehouse 13 in the last episode. And he was even more surprised that I didn't mention that there was a Warehouse 13 board game and that it was made by some local guys. He says, come on, embrace the crossover. Seriously, uh, Gino, come on, you dropped I, the ball on I that. I thought about it, and then game. I was all like, I, was, I, I don't know. I've been less board gamey lately, so I, I, I less talk about it. Gino, Ugh. you disappointed our only fan. <laughs> Yeah, enough to get an email. Exactly. Our first email was a disappointed email. Not a, glad you guys are doing well, but no. you guys fucked up. No, our, our first email was Rick saying good job, and the second email is, is Rick saying... I'm done with this shit. <laughs> uh, Alright, so uh, let's jump into some news. Yeah, was that enough banter for you? I guess. All right. I think you've got the first thing. Okay. No? I, I'm pretty sure I didn't put any news in. Any news? Okay. Well, then uh, Dragon Prince <laughs> won a daytime Emmy. Yeah. I, don't, I was like, I read this and I was like, I don't know anything about this. Tell me about it, John. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, they won a daytime Emmy and I think it's well-deserved. I think that they have excellent characters, a wonderful story. It's very inclusive. They've got... Uh, 
people who are mutes. They've got people who are of uh, different sexual preferences and genders mm-hmm. and different interspecies relationships. And it's it's good stuff. It's just so well done. It's you get definitely get the Avatar fill from it. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know what's what's a daytime Emmy. Uh, it's a less important Emmy. Okay. It's it's mostly for like television shows. Aren't Emmys for television shows in general? Yeah, but it's not like prime time shows. Okay. Like things that would be on like between. I don't know, eight and so why why 11, does Dragon Prince get classified as as something that gets a daytime Emmy instead of a normal Emmy? I don't think they have like cartoons in the regular Emmy categories. Okay, I guess that makes sense. So I think this is the absolute best it could do, <laughs> unless they start changing the rules. I'm I might be wrong. I might do research on this later and find out the difference between an Emmy and a daytime Emmy. Anyway, um, in other news, Quibi, uh, one-third of users polled, say that they plan to drop within the next month. Probably as soon as they get their billing cycle over and they're going to go ahead and cancel. I guess that makes sense. A third is a yeah. lot, though. Like, I don't it know. is. I don't know how many actual users that is, but one-third of it can't be good for Quibi. So, like... Um... I've heard numbers for this. Apparently, uh, when they first um, like signed people up, they signed up like like 1.3 million or something like that. Yeah. And that was all like the free trial. Yeah. And then they lost like a good chunk of that when the free trial ended. And then now they're gonna lose like a third of that. Yeah, that's that's what they said. This is Quibi's own information here. Yeah. And, um, like, uh, I don't know, like, where, where I heard this from, they were comparing it to, like, Snapchat's numbers. Like, not Snapchat oh, yeah. itself, but, like, the Snapchat video. Like, are you aware that this exists? No, I'm completely unaware that like, that is Snapchat the thing. has, like, like, uh, um, content that's created for Snapchat. Um, that's like, uh, so like, it's not all dick pics, right? <laughs> okay. Um, but like, apparently these videos have like, the, the, like they have like 10, 12 million viewers and like, okay. Wow. Yeah. So like if Snapchat's doing that well and Quibi's doing this poorly, like, I don't know. They they were trying to compare those two because like, it's something you watch on only on your phone, and only yeah. On it's app. it's a similar market too. I'm sure. Yeah. Although, Snapchat you don't have to pay for. Yeah, that's the big difference. I, I'm sure a fair amount of the users currently staying with it are people who are unaware that the free trial ended and they're just getting a regular right. draft on the bank. Right. Like if uh. If Quibi pulled the the Netflix thing and was all like, we're going to close down the accounts of people who don't use it, then... Yeah, I think it would lose probably half. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I never watched a single thing the entire time I had the free thing. And I made sure that I canceled a week before it actually ended. 
I canceled. And they're all um, like, oh, don't I go. I did watch some things, though. Yeah, you watched some things. You at least used it. I didn't even use it, so. And a lot of this stuff, it seems like good concepts. I just, I'm unwilling to pay for those things. Yeah. If this was like YouTube, if it was free and ad-filled. Yeah. Or if they made me watch an ad before and an ad after, I'd be okay with that. Right. But I'm not willing to pay money for this stuff. I'm just not. And the fact that you can only watch it on your phone? Yeah. Like that? And I, I never did. I, I never did once. Like, I'd pull up YouTube, and I'd watch things on YouTube every now and then. Do you do you watch YouTube I on would your phone mostly? What's that? Do you watch YouTube on your phone mostly? No, we watch it on the TV also. Right. And I use the phone also as, like, a remote. Right. So, like... Because of, like, the whole coronavirus thing, like, people are watching more in their home and on their TV than on their phone. On the go. Yeah, I think that if people were commuting, if they were on subways, if they were, you know, riding on buses, something right. along those lines, I think Quibi actually would do better. If they could stick it out until all this ends, they might actually have an uptick. But I even then, I don't know many people that would... I think they'd have to redo the the free trial again. Yeah, and to get people back in, and like uh, they'd have to—I don't know—they they have to do it with ads and have to rebrand it and remarket it. And yeah, that's really the only way that they're gonna survive. I think. I think that'll be what they do as a last ditch effort, or they'll partner with something like YouTube, or they'll partner with something like. Facebook or something. I don't know. They'll get bought out by something. Right. I mean, I think it's a good concept. I just think that they're not going to do with what they have right now. Okay. Uh, what else we got? Um, so the Harry Potter series and uh, the Batman Begins or Dark Knight or that, that entire trilogy, I believe is being shared between HBO Max and Peacock, which means there are now windows to watch these things on, which ticked off a whole lot of people who went on HBO Max to watch Batman or Harry Potter, and it was no longer available because it's on Peacock right now. Right. Like, um... I was... I was surprised to find it was on Peacock. Um... Because, like, I just opened HBO Max like the previous week like remember last time I was like I watched all the Harry Potter yeah and, and and that was that was fueled by the fact that it was on HBO Max yeah yeah I mean I think a lot of people they get subscriptions into stuff simply because they have the content they're looking for and if you've got Windows instead of just having that content for a certain amount of time like if it's only on there for like three weeks at a time or a single month, and then next month it'll be available, I think that's going to frustrate a lot of people. I mean, I don't doubt that that's where the industry is going to go. I, I could see Netflix doing that as well and all kinds of other stuff where they're just all kind of sharing things among each other. But I don't know. It just doesn't seem like a good idea to at least have a dedicated user base because i think then you're going to get a lot more people who are getting it for a month canceling it right 
after they've watched all the things they want and then coming back when it comes back or, you know, when they've got new content. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, uh, I'm not sure that does Peacock, do you, you have no idea. And I, since I have no idea, I'm, I'm guessing you have no idea if, if the, the Peacock, if the Harry Potter movies on Peacock are behind the paywall or not. I, yeah, I have no clue. I, I want to look, but I'm, I'm scared it's gonna, you know, make noise and stuff. So <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> well, we can look this up later. Okay. Um, so in other news, uh, John Wick five has already been greenlit. Is four. F- the last one was three, four right? Out. Yeah. Three was the last one. Parabellum was the last one to come out. So they were originally going to do just a trilogy. And so instead they're, they already greenlit number four before number three had come out. And so they're greenlit number five before number four. I think they really want to get as much in as they can before Keanu, Wants to do other stuff. Or gets too old or something. Right. Because it's got to be a demanding role, too. Because <coughs> so, from um, what I understand, Keanu is doing most of his own stunts in those. It looks like looks like Harry Potter's not on Peacock yet. I don't know if Batman is. I have no idea. Uh, but like I went, I did a search for Harry Potter and I found nothing. I found okay, what's, so what's the problem with Harry? <laughs> what is that's, the problem? That's with the Harry? sequel to Harry Potter. Is what's, <laughs> what's the, problem the problem with Harry? With Harry? When Harry met Hermione. Uh, yeah, like we were. Okay, so we we were watching it on Plex, right? Um, yeah, and so like it was like Becca had just done a search for Harry and we got through all the Harry Potter movies. And I was like, what about that one? You know, in the future, once he's divorced, when he meets Sally, <laughs> that's right. Well, don't forget Harry and the Hendersons where he turns himself into a giant Sasquatch <laughs> and lives among muggles for a short period of time. That'd be awesome. I'd watch those. Yeah. Yeah. If they were in the Harry Potter universe. But only if they were in the Harry Potter universe. And if J.K. Rowling weren't a turf. Yes. Anyway. Uh, so in other news, uh, E! News is officially canceled after 29 years. Oh, really? Yeah. Like the like the news, entertainment news, like on the E! Network? Yes. The, the show E! News okay. has been canceled. But they're not like... I feel like that's part of the E network. I mean, that's like going to dedicate time slot to, I guess, more addiction and um, hoarders and stuff along those lines and honey boo boos. I don't know. That seems wrong. But yeah, so it is. It is canceled officially. Okay. Um, also, being canceled is High Fidelity. Yeah. After a season on Hulu, it is canceled. I'm I'm not completely surprised. I didn't hear a whole lot of good things about it. Like it wasn't I didn't hear bad things about it, but nobody was all like, Oh, I'm watching High Fidelity. 
I mean, apparently Zoe Kravitz found out that it was canceled via like the news cycle. So okay, so she was real pissed about that. I bet. All right, so this next story I've been I've been excited about. I want to discuss this. Yeah, yeah. Um, so go ahead. Uh, no, you can go ahead and bring it up. It's fine. Oh, so uh, we've all been waiting on Mulan to come out because it keeps getting pushed back, and they got taken off the the um, the release docket the schedule. Schedule. Um, uh, sounds like now what they're doing is on September fourth, it's going to come to Disney Plus, but you have to pay yes. an extra thirty dollars to get it. Yeah. It's essentially, um, and the thing is, is that they have come out and said that this is not a rental. It's $30 and you'll have access to it as long as you have a subscription. <laughs> yeah. Which is like... Which means you have to pay to purchase the movie and then you have to keep paying a subscription to have access to that movie. Yep. Which I think is just bullshit. Yeah, it's a bit of a mess. I think putting it behind a $5, a $10 paywall, or even maybe a $20 paywall, and then having access to it for a certain period of time, seeing how it's a movie that's not even out in theaters, if that's the way they're looking at it, then that would be okay. But $30 and you have to keep the subscription, I think that's ridiculous. So I guess what they need to do is, like, Disney's part of uh, Movies Anywhere, so what they need to do is say, all right, uh, subscription, you'll have it like for, like you buy it for $30, and as long as you have the subscription, you can watch it. And then after like six months or something like that, or, or that 90-day window maybe, they say, all right, if you've purchased it, then um, it goes on Movies Anywhere, and you can you can have it on your, on your, like your Fandango now, and like... But uh, Disney's not going to do anything like that. It's going to want to um, sell out the Blu-rays again when it comes out again in six months. And then it's going to want to put it in the vault and hold it there for 20 years. Maybe. I don't know. And so, yeah, they're, and they're not going to let you just have digital access via something that's not their own platform. Yeah, so what's this about China here? Uh, China will get it a week early as a theater release. Okay. And they're doing that because it'll cut down on pirating. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because if they release it out of China on, anyway. Yeah, if they if they released it on Disney Plus, even behind a thirty dollars paywall, it'll be all over the torrents and everything that yep. week. Definitely. But if they released it actually in theaters on, in China. They'll see a big box office punch from that, and then people will rent, borrow, subscribe, whatever for it. I'm not going to do that. I told the kids that when it comes out that we are either going to wait for Gino to get a copy or we're going to just wait until it comes out for regular plus. Right. Uh, I mean, you're, you're using my Disney Plus anyway, so like, you're not... No, I know. No matter what, it's, it's on you if right. we have access. Right. Like, am I going to spend $30 for us to be able to watch Mulan? Yeah. I don't know. And, I mean, we're okay if you don't do that. We're, we're, right. we've, we're, we're, we're set. Um, I did think that, like, if I had, 
a projector and a big screen. Right. Like getting together with the neighbors and everybody kick in five bucks and having a big movie night. That would be okay. But I'm not going to do that. Right. I would, uh, I'd do something like that if I had friends. Yeah. Here. Or left the house. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't know. I, I still go in my backyard, which is where I would put things. Okay, but would you go in your backyard if there was like 20 other people back there? Uh, I'd sit on my deck and I'd let everyone else sit in the yard. <laughs> so you would see the movie at either an extreme angle or... No, no, or no. So, like, uh, the- do you know you can get one of those big inflatable like t- movie screens for like 150 bucks? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'd get one of those. Put it in the back of the backyard and then shoot the picture from the deck. Okay. So everybody that has to use the bathroom would walk past you? Yes. And everybody that wants to come up and just talk with you would just come up and talk with you? Uh, I'd spray all these people with Lysol. I don't know. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, you'd mace them is what you would do. Mace them. Get away! Um, in other Disney news, Disney Plus is already at its five-year marker with 60 million subscriptions. So that that's what it planned on having by five years, and now it's it's there. Yeah. I was like, I was yeah, like, it's, wait, it's been five years since Disney Plus came out. No, it has been less than a year. It has been a matter of months since Disney Plus has rolled out, and thanks to the coronavirus, everybody and their mother got a subscription. Thanks to coronavirus and Hamilton. Yeah, yeah, Hamilton, I'm sure, actually, a lot of people... I'm sure some people are going to drop it after they watch the few other things that they wanted other than Hamilton. Right. Um, I don't know. I might have paid $30 for Hamilton. Okay. Because I would have probably been willing to pay, like, you know, $70 a seat to go see it actually in a theater. Right. And that's the way I would have justified that. It's like, oh, it's less than half a price and we get access to it forever. So, way to drop the ball, Disney. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they're already at 60 million subscriptions, uh, which is where they plan to be in five years. So, I wonder how long, because like the, the whole five-year thing, like they're like, okay, once we hit five years and 60 million, then we're going to be making enough to be profitable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm and sure, I, yeah. I wonder if having hit this, I wonder at what point they, they clear their... Well, I mean, you got to look that they're losing money by releasing Mulan probably this way. And Hamilton, they're definitely losing money because they were going to le- release that in theaters. Right. And then have it come on the on the uh, subscription, the plus, you know, months later. So you, you got to think that they're probably coming close to a wash, but they're definitely doing a whole lot better than what they were expecting. Oh, um. I was going to mention while we were talking about the Mulan thing. Uh, I read an article talking about how um, AMC basically said, uh, we wish that uh, Disney were doing the sort of thing with the deal that we came up with Universal, but we we totally understand why they're doing what they're doing, so uh, maybe for future releases we'll work something out. (laughs) Well, you know what they're saying is, Universal, fuck you. Disney, hey, can I suck your dick? (laughs) Because that's really what it boils down to. And then... Yeah, I've got actually something uh, coming up uh, 
because Universal has a deal where it's going to be three weekends with AMC, and the movie standard was um, ninety days that they had exclusivity. Oh, was that in this this cycle as well? Did I did I jump the gun on that one? You you did slightly, yeah. Okay, I, for some reason I thought that was like the last time we talked about that, but no, I guess not. No, they've they've officially worked out a deal with Universal, so they get three weekends of exclusivity. And then they can do VOD after that. Um, so it roughly works out to 17 days. Um, mm-hmm. But the standard used to be 90 days of exclusivity. And honestly, right. I don't know many movies or many theaters that would show a movie actually for 90 days. I don't know. Like some of the ones that have like 30 screens or whatever, like they would play movies forever. Yeah, I, I just still think like two months was probably the most you can look. I don't, I don't know think they actually used the last 30 viewers, days anyway. But... Yeah, I don't know. But um, anyway, I think that if they're, they're looking for nothing but blockbusters, too, is what this model looks at. Because Right. I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean that there won't be movies in the theater for, you know, two months, three months, something along those lines. But what this means is, is that if it's not making them money, they're probably going to ditch it a lot quicker. Yeah, yeah. They're not going to go for those slow burns where, you know, oh, this is really good, and there's a lot of buzz about it being, you know, getting an award or something. What's getting killed? I don't know if it's picking up, but Gino's dogs are dying, so we'll (laughs) we'll just move on. Um, But yeah, in other news, uh, both Quiet Place and Top Gun are going to come out in 2021. Okay. Um, I, I forgot why place had been delayed. Yeah. Uh, it was one of those things that it was going to drop shortly after the quarantine started. And yeah. it was going to kick off like the summer blockbusters. Yeah, it was it was like right like the week after it got shut down. Like everything got shut down, right? Like that's when that was. Like it, it was mm-hmm. it was long enough ago that I forgot all about it. Um, and for so some yeah, reason, it, I thought like it had come out maybe, and then like nobody saw it because of things. But no, no, it was it was right on the point where it was about to come out. They were advertising it hard, and so they're officially going to push that back into the summer of 2021. Um, also, this is a bit old news, but American Pickle is going to uh, release in theaters August 7th, which was a couple days ago. Okay. Uh, in the UK, is what you have? In the UK. Yeah. Because it's, it's already available on Max, right? Yeah, it's on HBO Max. It came out Thursday the 6th. And I don't know if Max is available in the UK right now. I don't know. I don't think I, I don't so. think it is. I think we talked about this a couple, maybe a month ago. But I think that they're like getting rid of a lot of other stuff. But Max isn't necessarily available in the UK. Uh, let's see here. I don't know that I can look this up fast enough. Okay. Well, anyway, it, it had a theatrical release a couple days ago on Friday. And Love and Thunder, the new Thor film, is set to start filming in mid-2021. That's So that's going to push back like, a lot of other stuff. Because, like, uh... There were supposed to be a bunch of other movies before that one. 
Yeah. Like, I, I'm surprised that wasn't just pushed back for till after. Like they're gonna have Love and Thunder done and then not release it for like two years. Yeah, that's that's basically what it is. They want to have things in the can because of contracts. I'm sure they don't want to have to renegotiate contracts with Natalie Portman and right. Chris Hemsworth and all those other people. Uh, looks like in Latin America and parts of Europe, such as Spain and the Nordics, where HBO already operated their premium channels, uh, it's got like a limited sort of. It's there, but it, okay. it may not have. They may not have released that movie in that location in those. Okay, so yeah, so they're doing a theatrical release there. And I've not heard any big things about it, so I don't know how well it's doing. Yeah, I don't know. But, like, I mean, then, it'd only be, like, two days between now and then, like, I wonder, like, Box Office Mojo probably has a... Um, like, uh, what, how well it's done, I guess, right? Yeah, we haven't talked about this in a long time, so... Um... Box office mojo is all like, yeah, we don't have anything for a long <laughs> time. Uh, anyway, um, let's see here, is that kind of wrap us up for the news or? Yeah. Yeah, box office mojo doesn't have an American pickle in it at all. Yeah, the numbers also doesn't have anything. Um, all right. So if that's the news, yeah, uh, we can jump into some releases. new releases. There's, there's a whole lot of stuff on Netflix. Um, there's, uh, and I don't know if this is a separate, uh, like section on Netflix, like a separate TV show, but it, it's called Game On, a comedy crossover event. And uh, they've got like three or four of um, Netflix kind of B-rated shows, and they're all doing like a comedy crossover sort of thing. So like the 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 Big Show show and um, the uh, Mr. Glacius and um, oh the one like Genius Girl that's a teenager that the uh, whatever in love. I can't remember what her name was. Uh, that and like some other show, uh, they're all doing like a crossover. Okay, thing. that's interesting. And I don't, I don't know if that'll be like in a separate thing or if it'll be part of those seasons or well, maybe like a Kimmy separate Schmitt. thing. Kimmy Schmidt and Orange is the New Black had like shared crossover. Um. So Rob Netflix Schneider does this has, every now and then. Yeah. What's okay. That? I was going to say, Rob Schneider has a, a comedy special, Asian Mama, Mexican Kids. Yeah. Um, so if you like Rob Schneider, I guess there's there's new stuff from him. Yeah. I mean, good for him. He's never been my thing. Like, I've Rob never Schneider watched is things. a stapler. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, he. I mean, he had a good run. Uh-huh. Having some of the stupidest concept movies. But, uh, I don't know. And he's in, like, all the Adam Sandler movies. 
He is, yeah. He's he's got some job security there in of itself. And I mean, he's not he's not a bad actor, and he's not, you know, uh, he's he's not a bad comedic guy. I just never really clicked well with him. Yeah, making copies and all that. Yeah. Uh, Netflix also has a series called Unwell, and, uh, it looks at, um, wellness trends for, like, it covers, like, um, bee venom stuff and essential oils and tantra and, like, all sorts of things like that. It sounds like the anti-goop. Yeah, probably. That makes sense. But yeah, I, I could see doing an entire thing about that. Like, you know, the whole butter and coffee thing and all those all those bad wellness things. Doing in-depth studies about that kind of stuff. I might actually tune into that. Yeah. I thought it seemed interesting. That way later on I can see somebody doing it and be like, Hey, actually I saw this thing and it says that's really not good for you. You know, I can be that asshole. Yeah. <laughs> always wanted to be that asshole but I'm too lazy to like read things to counteract what people say I just yeah. listen to what people say and go I don't know about that <laughs> yeah uh, let's see here from the creators of Orange is the New Black uh, we've got Teenage Bounty Hunters Okay, so it's like um, the Hardy Boys or something, or Encyclopedia uh, Brown. Only way more violent. Really? Yeah, like like they're they're like teenage girls in high school, and then they're working for a bounty hunter, and they like they like beat up people that are on the run and and like turn them in. So okay, yeah. It looks actually pretty good, but yeah, um, I mean, it just it, it, the concept in of itself just doesn't. I yeah. mean, how's that legal? <laughs> yes, um, I have to assume that the the uh, actual bounty hunter is turning them in and and collecting on the reward, and then yeah, giving them a cut or something. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Or it's going to be one of theirs, like dad who. You know, he can't actually go out and get people anymore. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's No, it's not their dad. Like, it's... Okay. Some older guy. Uh, he, yeah, he probably can't do it anymore, but it's not, like, related to them. I'm interested to see how they, they get into it. Yeah, there's, there's definitely going to be a conflict at some point where they're not going to get their fair cut. Or, ooh, ooh, at the very end of the season, he becomes one of their bounties. Oh. Maybe. Bum, bum, bum. I'm sure you have a button for that. I, I do, but I don't know where it's at. Okay, well, it's already taken too long, Gino. Yep. Diabetes. Yeah, that's the one. Yep. <laughs> oh, Wilford Brimley, you will be missed. All right. Uh, let's see here. There's also uh, Demarcus Family Rules, which is like a reality show following um, Rascal Flatts bassist Jay Demarcus. Okay. 
Yeah. Um, I, I didn't know that person existed until you just said that, but you know. Yep. <laughs> I I'm glad that they have a following to denote an entire television series. Although we've come a lot like a really far away from like, you know, the Osborne family. Yeah. You know, we're we're kind of scraping maybe not the bottom of the barrel, but definitely it's it's stuff that was at the, you know, mid to bottom of the barrel when it comes I, to reality. I'm sure TV that Jay DeMarcus would be offended at you calling him the bottom of the barrel. Okay. I mean, I, I'm not It'd saying like, he's the bottom of the barrel. At least I have podcast listeners. <laughs> I mean, okay. That's, yeah, that's true. If he wants to get on our podcast and debate with us, I'm happy to have him <laughs> on. Um. But no, I'm just saying, like, I think everybody's heard of, like, Ozzy Osbourne, and whether you like it or not, everybody's heard of the Kardashians and, you know, right. some other families. But I have never heard about this person existing. I've heard of Rascal Flatts. Right. And Rascal and Flatts I've definitely heard some of their music. Made. Yeah, but I did not know that this was the front man or he's side the man. I mean, yeah, he's a bassist. Exactly. There has never, ever been a lead bassist, ever. Right. There have um, been lead drummers. There have been lead vocals, lead guitarists, never lead bassist. Yeah. I'm trying to think of an example. If you can think of an example where there's a lead bassist, uh, shoot us an email at mediamondayshow at gmail.com. Yeah, I, I can't think of a single one. I'm sure there's one out there. Actually, is Flea a bassist or is he a guitarist? Uh, Flea might be a bassist. I mean, but he's not the lead, but I at least know him. You know, it's Anthony Kiedis and, and Flea. They are the Red Hot Chili Peppers as far as I'm concerned. Right. But no, I can't think of an actual other bassist. He is a bassist, yes. Okay, okay. So Flea, I've named one. Can you name another? But is there is there a flea reality show? No, there's not. And Flea wouldn't want one because he knows that's overstepping his realm. <laughs> All right. Uh, there's also an animated show called Hoops. It's kind of an adult cartoon. It's got swearings and stuff. Um, about a guy who. Uh, is a basketball coach, and he's going to get fired unless he starts getting wins, so he's trying to turn things around. Okay. Uh, we had this one person at a local grocery store that was always a cashier, and she wore the largest hoop earrings ever. Like, okay. they were on her ears, but they would be touching her shoulders. That's how big they were. Uh-huh. And so me and Sarah referred to her as hoops. And okay. we'd see her out. We'd see her out in the wild, and be like, "Oops!" <laughs> so that's when funny. I saw that, that's what I thought. I was like, "Oh, good! She finally got a show." <laughs> that's and and still, Demarcus is the bottom of the barrel. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I would I would definitely give Hoops a show. Oh, Demarcus. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know her. She's a name. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Uh, Quibi has a show, uh, called Mapleworth Murders. And, uh, it's about a, um, like a murder mystery, 
uh, author who's solving actual murders. The uh, murder she wrote? Yes, only much goofier. Goofier. Um, it's got... Uh, let's see here. Annie Mumalo, who... Um, is that who I think it is? Yes. Um, did you... Uh, on AP Bio, is that right? Yeah, I, I saw AP Bio. I, I'm making sure I'm talking about the right person. I may not be. Is it Helen? Because Helen needs her own show. Um, I think so. Okay, that's great. I remember seeing a picture of her, like the actress, and I was blown away. It's like, wow, they put so much goofy makeup and, you know, the clothes and everything. But that, that's good. I'm glad that she's getting a breakout. Sorry, Demarcus. That's another person that's higher on the list. But it's got uh, Tina Fey and John Lutz and Tim Meadows. It's it's a Saturday Night Live thing, basically. Okay, Parnell. I mean, what uh, is Chris Parnell in? Right? But, like, the... I don't know how long he's in it, because, like, the the trailer showed him, like, as a dead body. So I, I could see them having, like, his twin brother show back up. <laughs> what was I watching? I was watching <laughs> something... Oh, it was uh, Close Enough. I was watching that, and, like, I was like, that's Chris Parnell's verse, voice. Yeah. He does so much voice work. And he always plays like beta males too. Yes. Like the 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 episode on Close Enough was um like the guy is like dating the the Japanese girl. And okay. um he is uh physically attached to someone else. Like they, they like They're conjoint twins. Yes. That kind of thing. Okay. And like, that's, that's pretty good. Like, it seems like his kind of role, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that definitely seems like something that he would do that. That's that's good. I like all of his stuff, though. He, he does a really good job. Once again, give him a show. I'm <laughs> cool with that, Marcus. <laughs> all right. Uh, and then uh, the cock. Peacock has a show called Five Bedrooms, which was an Australian show, I believe, about um, a group of people who get like sat at a table at a wedding, and they're they're talking and they're like, we should uh, pool our resources and become financially uh, powerful and buy a house, and so they buy okay. like a a five bedroom house and. And there's five single people living together in this out. house that had like nothing in common, but other than the fact that they went to this wedding, and got stuck at the same table. <laughs> well, good job on the bride for picking that table. Obviously, it clicked. <laughs> uh, HBO Max has a number of things. Um, there's Selena plus Chef, which I don't know if this was recorded uh, like post COVID. 
or um, it may not be because like like uh, she's cooking and she's like doing like a teleconference thing with a chef who's like trying to show her how to do things and tell her how to do things and like get her to oh. cook something. I mean, it sounds like that's something that definitely could have been done post-COVID. Right, yeah. But then she's got, like, her family and friends that she's, like, cooking for. So, hmm. I don't know. Unless she's, like, quarantining with all her family and friends, then... I mean, it's possible. Yeah. Why not? I don't know. But that's that's the whole idea, is that she's being taught by chefs via, like, a remote right. sort of way. And she's trying to make things. And it shows her, like, lighting her kitchen on fire and everything, so... Okay, fine. <clears throat> um, and then <clears throat> the HBO part of HBO Max has uh, Lovecraft Country. Yeah, I saw a trailer for this, and it looks good. It's <laughs> till till I tell you, it's Jordan Peele and J.J. Abrams. Oh no! Well then, I'm definitely not tuning in. I'm sorry, Jordan Peele. You teamed up with the wrong person. <laughs> Um, but let's see here. It's an allegorical t horror tale set in a segregated 1950s America where three black Americans on a road trip to find a missing person just overcome, uh, must overcome both human racist and Lovecraftian supernatural forces. Yeah. It's, it's the only way you can do Lovecraftian horror is by making the lead people African American. Cause then at least makes the, the racism throughout it. <laughs> makes sense i tried to read lovecraft and there was way too many n-words for me it, it made me uncomfortable okay yeah he's he is a known racist fair enough um then there's uh the ha comedy festival uh the art of comedy okay. <clears throat> and what's ha for do what What's ha stand for? I don't think it stands for anything. I think it's just ha. Because it's comedy. Is it Havana Academy of Comedy Festival? Do what? Harvard. Havana Harvard. Academy? Yeah, Havana Comedy. No? Okay, let's move on. I don't know. Because uh, it is uh, like specifically like a Latinx Oh, comedy. I didn't know that. I'm, yes. My bad. <laughs> I, I was... I was inappropriately racist on that. <laughs> I had no idea going into that that it was Yep. Hispanic and Latinx people. Yep. I was so, just trying to be funny by saying, oh, it's gotta have an abbreviation, otherwise, you know, why have ha? In all caps, and of yeah. Course I went Havana first. Way to go, John. Way to make it racial. <laughs> And then uh, there's uh, Rose Matefio. Matefio, I don't know how to pronounce her last name. It's called uh, her show is called Horn Dog, and nice. uh, she's a uh, New Zealand comic, I believe. Uh, I oh, watched cool. like, a little of her stuff, and she's pretty funny. Yeah, I might check that out. I've been I've been enjoying a lot of stand up in general lately. Yeah, I've been listening to some of it at least. And then uh, there's uh, James Vich, 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 straight to yeah, VHS. Yeah, he's, he's British. Yes, he is. Yeah, uh, he's known for like his like PowerPoint presentations and 
Yeah, he does like uh, where he scams scammers. Yeah, like he res- he responds to emails from like Nigerian princes and responds to them in funny ways. I like his stuff. I've I've enjoyed all of the things that he's done. I enjoyed his TED talk as well. Okay. Yeah, uh, this special a, here is called Straight to VHS. Yeah, that's funny. Because that's a thing that doesn't exist. Um, let's see here. Apple Plus has a show called uh, Ted Lasso. Uh, which is based on, um, it stars Jason Sudeikis, and uh, it's based on the NBC Sorts promotional videos that he did in 2013 as a American college football coach. Um, and he lands a surprising new job as a professional soccer team coach in England, despite having no previous experience. Okay. And this is co-created by uh, Jason Sudeikis and uh, Bill Lawrence, the guy from Scrubs. Okay, yeah. Um, and yeah, so that's on Apple TV Plus. I I've enjoyed Apple TV Plus's comedies. Um, I may I may check that out. Yeah, I don't believe I've caught any of them, so. I'll leave that to you and your expertise. Oh, you've seen uh, the the whatchamacallit, the um, Mythic Quest. Oh, then yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed that. And then, like, Central Park's a, an Apple TV Plus thing. Oh, okay. Well, I, I saw a episode of Central Park. You should see more. I'll get around to watching it. Yeah, like I'll get around to watching Yeah, And they're all pretty good. Yeah, but I'm not. I don't trust your word, you know. <laughs> um, let's see here. CW has a British show they picked up called Dead Pixels. Okay. Uh, and that's about um, like three people who are like in a like their way into the, like this MMO RPG game to the point like they they like are out like doing things and then they like somebody calls them and says, Hey, this is going on in the game. And they like stop exactly what they're doing and, and go play and say, yeah, I think I've seen a trailer for this. It, it looked funny. Yeah. Uh, but it's, uh, seems like CW is picking up some British shows and that have already aired and, and well, yeah, cause they're coming out with taskmaster as well. So well, they did, they played one episode and then they canceled it. Really? Yep. Yeah. Oh, did they realize that it's all available on YouTube? I don't know. But like I I really don't know. They 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 played one episode and then and then canceled it. I think that that is especially when COVID is finally over. That's something that definitely the CW could just do with American actors or yeah. comedians. Like just have a bunch of you know B and C end up comedians. What's that? I think there is an American version. Is there? Uh, American TV series Taskmaster. There's one season with eight episodes. Um. And let's see here. Who's the Taskmaster? Because it's got to be a big name. It's got to be a name that actually draws in of itself. 
Reggie Watts? No. I mean, I'm sure that's the person, but that's not a big enough name. I mean, I don't know who he is, but... But, yeah. Uh, let's see here. They had uh, Lisa Lampanelli. Mm-hmm. Uh, Freddie Highmore. Uh, he's an English actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ron Funches. Don't know um, that one. He's a big black guy that uh, was on um, uh, what's what was that show? Um, the the one you made me think of last time, where uh, the the DC. Uh, where they have, where the people don't have powers, but they're superheroes and oh, powerless. Any, yeah, powerless. Uh, he was the like the 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 big black guy in that. Yeah, he's he's in a lot of stuff. Yeah, okay, I like him. Yeah. Uh, Dylan Francis. He plays uh he plays King Shark in uh the Harley Quinn animated yes. series. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And uh, Kate Berlant. I, I I don't know. They're, these are all like comedians, comedians. Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of what you get with that kind of a show. But anyway, so well, that's good. I might have to check that out after we're done with the British. It happened tap in method. 2018. Okay, so maybe they'll revive it. Maybe. Or they they'd have to reboot it. I think with different people. Well, yeah. I mean, the thing is, you have to have a host that has to draw in of itself. Like people show up for the host, but they stay for the concept. Yeah. Guess that makes sense. Uh, let's see here. Streaming movies. Um. There's a uh, Disney Plus has a movie called Magic Camp. Which stars uh, Adam Devine, Divine, yeah, Divine, Divine, um, and he's like was a counselor at a magic camp, and like goes back to that, and and like learns from kids. Like, is this stage magic or is this like witchcraft and wizardry magic? Like stage magic, I think. Okay. Okay. Uh, there's also the one and only Ivan on Disney Plus, which is about a, like, 400-pound silverback gorilla. Um, and this is done in the style of, like, the Lion King remake. So you've got, like... Okay. With, with like, animated but realistic Yeah, live, uh, supposed live-action animals. Yeah, but they talk and stuff, so... Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see here. Netflix has a show called The Sleepover, which is about uh, somebody's parents getting uh, kidnapped uh, because they used to be assassins or something like that, and they get or and uh, and they no they were smugglers. That's what it was. They got they were smugglers and they got um they they were in witness protection and they got like found out and kidnapped. And the kids go to save them. That's, that sounds fun. That's a fun concept. Yeah, it's a it's it's rated as a family movie. So okay, yeah. 
Like, it sounds like kind of like game night, you know, where you bumble yourself into this deeper thing. Yeah. Uh, Let's see here. And then uh, on Prime Video, there's a movie called Chemical Hearts, um, which is about a teenage student who considers himself a hopeless romantic but has never fallen in love, uh, meets a, like, transfer student girl and they work together on the school newspaper and um I don't know uh that's that's the story of it I guess okay it doesn't sound like my cup of tea but it sounds like something maybe Becca would watch yeah maybe I don't know like uh prime video movies tend to be a little artsy and yeah my spot they want to go for like they want to go for Emmys, is what they want. Yeah. Um, and then as far as like VOD movies go, uh, the movie Tesla is coming out. Uh, that has, There's been uh, so many movies about Nikola Tesla. Right. Like, it's, it's wild. I think it's just advertisement via, like, Elon Musk. He's, right? he's financing all these movies. Because you see all these movies and they're all like, like, oh, that Tesla car. Yes. Um, but it stars uh, Ethan Hawke as Tesla. And um, it also has Jim Gaffigan as, like, Westinghouse or whatever. Okay. Um... Let's see here. So yeah, that's it as far as the VOD movies that's all coming out over the next couple weeks. Um, and that's it as far as like new releases go for the next couple weeks. Okay. Yeah, sounds like a couple decent ones there. Um, shall we jump into what we're watching? Yeah, yeah. I've not been watching much, but yeah, let's jump into that. Okay. Uh, looks like we watched a fair amount of the same stuff as far as TV goes, as far as what you watch. Yeah. Um, but you're, I'm ahead of you on one and you're ahead of me on the other. Mm-hmm. And, um, let's see here. What things that I watched that you haven't watched? Uh, I watched some QI. Um, yeah, I watched, I think, a single episode of that a long yeah, time ago. I, I watched an episode, I guess, uh... But like, uh, cause mostly cause I, I, I was wondering what it was like. I've heard good things about it. Yeah. And it was, it was okay. It was kind of funny. Cause it's, it, it's a British trivia show, right? Uh, yes. Um, and I guess they give points out to like whoever answers questions the best, but, but it's, it's mostly people making jokes and Yeah. But it's it's interesting. It's quite interesting. Quite. Pit, pit, cheerio and all that sort. Uh, I watch more of What We Do in the Shadows. Yeah, um, so where, where are you at? I'm on like episode 6 of season 2, episode 7. Let's see here. What was the last thing I watched? Um, trying to remember. I watched the, the episode where Laszlo goes to Pennsylvania. Okay, yeah. And that that may have been the last one I watched. Um, 
I feel like there was something else between there. There was... Oh, the best one's the one where uh, Colin Robinson gets his promotion. Yes. And he gets literally drunk with power. Yes. It that is was great. a good episode. Yeah. That's actually... Advertisements of that is what brought me to the show. Okay. Like, I saw advertisements of that, like, on... It was probably Hulu or... Yeah, probably Hulu. Um, or YouTube, one or the other. But I saw advertisements for that episode, and I was like, oh, I have to check out that show. And I've enjoyed it ever since. And I do have to say the second season is a million times better than the first. It is, definitely. But you do have to see the first to kind of get the general concept. Yep. And set up for jokes. But still, I enjoy it. I, I've enjoyed it very much. Uh, let's see here. I watched uh, Star Trek Lower Decks, which is a new oh movie. yeah. So how is that? It is, um, it's weird. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, um, it tries to be a Star Trek show, and it tries to be like a, um, it's it's a lot like like there there were a lot of comparisons in the the way things look to Teen Titans. Have you seen those? Because okay. like there, there's like the cyborg, and then there's like the green chick, and then there's like they they said like they they uh, they took like the screenshot from from Star Trek Below Decks and then turned it into the uh, Teen Titans. I mean, uh, the animation and, style doesn't look good, and it's, and it's, it's kind it's, of I mean, it's kind of a spoof series, isn't it? Uh, it's not meant to be, but it kind of is. That's what I get out of it, is the thing. Yeah, it kind of is, but it's not meant to be. Like, it really strikes me as that somebody at, like, that owns the property of Star Trek was all like, oh, that show that Seth MacFarlane's been doing is very similar to what we have. We should do a version of that just to get back at him. And then all of a sudden COVID hit and they're all like, oh, we'll still do it. We'll just animate it. Uh, I don't know. This is this has been in the hopper for years. Well, they dropped the ball, and it's not <laughs> that good. I've not seen a single moment of it, but they could have done better. I don't know. I may watch a second episode to see what it's like. They're they're coming out week after week, so I'll have to wait till like Thursday or whatever to watch it. But um, but yeah, that's a uh, CBS All Access is what that's on. Because CBS has all the Star Trek stuff. Okay. Um, let's see here. You watched Close Enough? I Yeah, I watched the first two episodes because okay. it was kind of a collection. Um, and yeah, it was alright in the first few minutes of the third one. That's the best part is the first few minutes of the third one. Yeah, yeah. We, we watched it because it was all turned down for what? And that was funny. Um, like I, I'll, I think I'll come back to it, but Sarah keeps saying, like, she keeps talking about it, like she wants to watch it, but it's really not Sarah's cup of tea at all. Okay. So I, I'm waiting for her to finally decide that she's not going to come back to it, and then I'll watch more of it. Okay. Like it's, it's kind of a a weird space between Cartoon Network and Adult Swim. Yeah. Um. Which is HBO Max. 
Um, but yeah, I, uh, I I watched I watched a couple of it. And it's okay. I mean, I think it's got some growing pains. They've got to figure out some stuff, and they might do that by the end of the series. But I yeah, think the like second it gets season better as the better. season goes on. I think. Um, I don't know. There's some episodes that are better than others. Yeah. But yeah, I'm willing to give it some more. I just haven't given it any time yet. And then, uh, what else you watched? Uh, I watched a few. I'm, we're two or three episodes into the seventh series of Taskmaster. Okay. And it is by far and away my favorite cast. Okay. There have been times where I've had to pause it and go back because I've been laughing so much that I've missed things. <laughs> like, seriously, nice. the first episode of the seventh series had both me and Sarah laughing so much that I couldn't breathe. <laughs> like, right. this cast, they make fun of each other, and they're also, all of them are really competitive. So it makes them so they argue a lot about, like, points being dished out and everything. <laughs> nice. And I've I've enjoyed this cast the absolute mo- most so far. I've, I've enjoyed it. I, um... I just finished watching the third season. Like I, yeah, the third one I think is the worst. It was okay. Like it's like not I bad. I didn't love the cast. Yeah, it's it's got the weakest cast. I think, and before I would have said the fourth series had the best cast. Okay. Like but the, definitely, it's the seventh series I lo- now. I I loved the first season. Yeah. And then the second season was pretty good. And then the third season was, um, like, there were there were things I liked about it and things I didn't like. Like the one guy like paying his way through everything was kind of funny. Yeah. And then the one guy cheating was kind of funny. But like, I I didn't love the the cast. And I'm we just finished watching that last night. I'm excited to get into the fourth season. Yeah, the fourth season is really good. And the thing is, each season has like one or two people that really stands out from the rest. Um, in the sixth season, there's, um, I can't remember her last name, but her first name is Liza. And she is just funny in everything that she does. Okay. Like if I was the Taskmaster, it'd be like almost every single time it's five points to her each and every time. <laughs> I don't know. Like the fourth series, it's got just overall a really fun cast and Greg and Alex are really, they have a lot of fun with them and it's good. You're, you're I, in for a little, you're in for a treat. I haven't liked the, the prize rounds in the last, like it's like they were trying to do something different each time. And yeah. Then the good ones in the first season. Yeah. Does that get any better? No. In fact, the prize, the prize task, it just gets worse. Okay. Fair enough. Um, what else have you watched? Uh, we, me and the girls watched uh, some Tiny Tunes. How'd that go? And they like it. They've okay. they've enjoyed it. We've also watched uh, some of the Ultimate Spider-Man and the classic Spider-Man from like the nineties. Uh huh. And ZZ really enjoys those a lot. 
She's really getting into it. I'm I'm introducing her the same way I was introduced to Spider Man, which is you know through the comic, the animated series, and nice. uh, and so I'm getting her into that, and she likes it. And we watched uh, Into the Spider Verse a couple months back, and yeah, she's really into that. She wants to watch all the live action ones too, and so we're working our way up through the Tobey Maguire ones. Okay, because she's got to come the same way I came. Yeah, that makes sense. From like not good to okay, there's parts of this that I like to oh, this is really good now that Disney's involved. Yeah. Um, I watched uh, Brave New World. Uh, oh, how was that? It's there's there's a lot of sex in it, but it, it's pretty good. There's a lot of sex in it. <laughs> okay, is this Max? Uh, it's Peacock. Oh, Peacock. Okay. There's a, lot, there's a lot of sex on the cock. Okay. Now, this is based off of the book, right? Yes. Okay. I've yeah, got like, two episodes like, left to watch. What? You were sending weird texts to Sarah, and she's all like, I don't get what Gino's saying. And I was like, I think he's quoting a television series that you never have seen. Yes. That is what was going on. Yeah. But it was based on a book, so I thought she might get it. But she said that she read the book like 20 years ago. Yeah, that's a long time ago. Um, I think I think other than last week tonight, uh, that's what I've got for TV. Okay. Um, what movies you been watching? I watched Palm Springs. I watched Palm Springs again. Nice. <laughs> Enjoyed it so much you saw it twice. Uh the the father in law wanted to watch it and I was like, I'll watch it again. Yeah. I mean it's good. I I, liked it. I enjoyed Palm Springs a lot. I was actually I think you could have done a television series of that. And I think it would have been good. You know, like a single season would have been excellent. Maybe. I don't know. I don't I, I thought it was pretty good as a movie. Like I don't know how much I think no, you drug it out more than movie. it would. I I think like you because you started off exactly the same way with him already within the the loop, mm-hmm. and then you get it so that you know there are flashbacks of him dealing with stuff and dealing with Roy and you know meeting her and things along those lines, and then her dealing with all of this. Uh, but so. Uh, Somebody had said it might have been Andy Samberg or one of the creators that he was in the loop for about 40 years. Oh, wow. And so, you know, that's interesting. Yeah. That's a long time. Yeah. 40 years, 365 days a year of just basically the same shit over and over. Yeah. I don't know. I think I would just stay in bed. I think I would improve myself. I think I'd learn instruments and learn how to do things. And he does that. Like, at some point, like, he she, she, he shoots darts. And, yes. you know, he's, like, one of the best at shooting darts in the entire universe. Yes. But I would, I would hone a bunch of skills over all that time, you know? Because he has a smartphone, he has access to the internet, 
He could literally study just about anything. Yeah. Guess that makes sense. I don't know. Wait, wait. I enjoy to the internet because she she like takes off the uh, and goes to like some like diner or whatever that has an internet connection to to do. Yeah, things. she goes and she literally gets like a doctorate. She becomes a master of <laughs> theoretical physics. Right. So yeah, she she improved herself over all that time. Yeah. But, yeah, I I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I would have saw that in theater, and I would have left being contented. Yeah. Um, let's see. I also watched... I, I put out a comment to a bunch of people on Facebook, and I asked who would win in a fight, John Wick or Riddick? Uh-huh. And it seems to be the consensus for them is it's John Wick every single time. So I'm watching all of their movies, and I'm going to come up with a detailed response yeah you'll have to report back to us on that one yeah so i've watched john wick pitch black and i just finished john wick 2 last night so i'll watch the chronicles of riddick next okay uh i watched uh sometimes always never which we talked about last time yeah um and is that a rom-com no uh, it's a, like a British sort of, um, it's the one with, uh, with Bill Nye. Okay. Yeah. Um, where his, his son go, went missing after a game of Scrabble and never came back. And, okay. uh, and then like the. The other son feels like he's ignored, and like they, they end up bonding over the fact that like they, they went to try to ID a body that might be the son. Okay. And then and then they come back, and he like spends time. And he like he stays at their house for like days and sleeps in like uh, like the the ki- their kid's uh, bunk bed, and like it's like a teenage kid, and like yeah. Uh, he like gives the kid advice and the kid like from this advice picks up a girl and okay yeah it's, i'll have to check it out it's pretty good I, I probably was thinking always be my maybe ah yes which is a rom-com so that's yes. that's where i got mixed up Did you watch that one didn't you always be my maybe yeah I, i've seen it yes it's good it's good <laughs> it's got a very fantastic keanu reeves cameo Uh, and then I watched uh, American Pickle. Oh, well, how was that? Uh, it was decent. Um, decent? You went really high pitched on that. I did. <laughs> um, like it was, it was pretty good. Um, I, I suppose I could see it in the theaters, as, but it's not. Yeah, it'd be a, it'd be a decent theater movie. Okay. Like, Does uh, Seth Rogen play like himself and himself well? Yes. Yes. Okay. Because that's very, that's the big sell on that. They're very well. I, I was gonna say one of them has an accent, but they're 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 very different. Okay. Good. Good. Because I I couldn't see him playing like the older version. 
and I'm sure the younger version, like his great grandson or whatever, is basically just Seth Rogen, right? Uh, no, actually, like neither of them really are. Oh, okay. Well, good for him branching out. Like it's not all stoner laughing all the time. No, like the the uh, the younger version is like an app developer, like trying to make an app, and and the app's all about like uh, like the um how ethical companies are so you like you you scan a product and it gives you an eth- ethical score of the company okay that's kind of interesting yeah 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 so that's the, like that's the the character there is like he's working on that but he's he's trying to like finalize everything and make everything perfect before he sells it and so he hasn't been selling it yeah and then there's like the pickle guy who's like old and racist and um and it was all like they they get in a fight about how they should sell the like how he should sell his app and how um oh and then like he's not able to because the pickle guy gets them into a fight and like they get arrested and then the pickle guy's all like well I'm gonna start a pickle empire <laughs> and so he goes out and starts like a pickle empire okay um, and then but like it's like between them like arguing and like trying to I don't know. It's it's pretty good. You should watch it. Okay. Yeah, I'll check it out. Like I'm I'm interested to I I don't understand why people are putting these movies like on their streaming services instead of doing a like selling them like like a twenty dollar like purchase instead of a yeah. That's because over the long term, subscriptions pay more, and I, I think they're cheaper. I suppose. I don't know. I suppose, like, if you put them on your subscription service, then the subscriptions you get, you don't you don't lose any money doing that. No. Well, you have to, like, give a portion to whatever movie store is selling your be it like Fandango or Google Play or iTunes or whatever. Well, yeah, and not only that, but you still have to advertise the crap out of it. Yeah. I feel like they're doing that either way. I mean, that's just because they've already earmarked that budget, but in the future they could just advertise on their streaming thing, which doesn't actually cost them nearly as much. Maybe. Maybe that's what... uh... Like Disney Plus, like I, I had no idea like Magic Camp was coming. I, I don't know anything about that, or the one and only I like. I feel like Disney's not advertising things that they should be. The only thing, and I didn't see like ads for like Hamilton or anything. I just see ads for like Disney Plus saying you have the Disney stuff. Yeah, I think um, in general they know that word of mouth is going to get out about certain things. Yeah. There's no point in them advertising Mulan from like at all anymore because word of mouth has already gotten out. Yeah. And true. Hamilton, word of mouth advertised that. They didn't have to spend any extra money. Right. Okay. Well, if it would have been in theaters, they would have had to advertise it. Yeah. All right. Uh, that That's all I've watched. Yeah, that's, that's it for me. Okay. So let's wrap things up here. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Media Monday Show. Uh, you can email you can reach us. Reach out to us on our email, which is mediamondayshow at google.com. 
No, not gmail.com. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we and... own Google now. This is what we're doing for fun. It's not Google anymore. It's Media Monday Show Google. That's right. No, um, yeah, so send us an email, and I'll probably open it on air and read it just like that. Yeah. Uh, and we're an explicit show, so it could also be vulgar. Yes, send us a vulgar email. Yeah. And I'll read it word for word. <laughs> Well, maybe uh, not word for word. There's certain I, words that I, I we just I hope we get, get something that. really dirty. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Um, let's see here. So I guess we'll see you in two weeks for episode 68. All right. Thank you all. And bye-bye. Bye-bye. Click.